You are now tuned into the Forever One Marriage and Relationship Podcast with Team Wade. Get ready for tools to create a healthy marriage and relationship the godly way. Hello, everybody. What's Welcome. happening? Welcome to Team Wade. We hope you're doing well. We want to say officially Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2024 Team Wade's podcast. And we want to continue on a subject that we were talking about our last podcast. We want to talk to you, encourage you to work through the pain and the hard places in your marriage. How do you work through those hard places in your marriage? So uh, we want to give you some scripture to encourage you today. There's a scripture in 1 Peter chapter 4 uh, that talks about, uh, let's read it. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you. Come on. <laughs> some of y'all are in some fiery trials right now in your marriage, and it's really trying you. But he said, <laughs> don't think it's strange, you know, as, as if some strange thing happened to you, because these things are happening. Well, I mean, you live in a fallen world. Mm -hmm. And so being in a fallen world, you deal with the, the, the fallout of sin from being in a fallen world. That means you have a fallen flesh and you have an unrenewed mind. And what I, what I see the biggest thing is, is people do not live their whole life from a biblical perspective. Their whole life. Their they whole live life. portions. Portions of, of their, their life. life. But you, you have to live your life from a biblical perspective. So you got to live a biblical perspective even in your marriage. Mm -hmm. And one of the things is first learn how to deal with you. Ooh. See, a lot of times we have problems with our spouse, but we never deal with ourselves. Come on now. Each of us have our own uh, issues with, within ourselves. And Jesus said, if any man going to come after me, let him first deny himself, mm -hmm. take up his cross and follow me. Yeah. If you're going to be effective in dealing with the challenges in your marriage, you got to die to some stuff in you. Come if on. not, selfishness is going to rule and it's going to always be about you and yours and what you desire and what you should get, how I'm not happy and how this and how that. And you really got to die to yourself. It, it takes two strong believers that, that are crucifying their flesh on a daily basis uh, to help have a successful marriage. I agree wholeheartedly. You know, I remember my process of dying. You know, I would complain so much uh, in the early stages of our marriage about what he was not doing. And the Lord literally flipped the script on me and told me <laughs> some things that I was not doing. In other words... Mm. He was needing me to die. Yeah, I need you to die to 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 your complaining. Mm. I need you to die to how you view your husband because of what he's not doing. Uh, there's a certain frustration that you have. So 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 that dying process is a reality. I've been through it. I've died. He's <laughs> had to die to some things. Amen. Uh, so it's a really important. So that's what we re recognize when we deal with couples. Yeah. that people don't want to die. Well, I mean, long as you living, because he went on to say, when you try to save your life, you'll lose your life. Yes. But if you lose your life, your life for my sake, then you'll find your life. Mm -hmm. So just as God challenged you and challenged me, yeah. the focus is really not about the other person. The focus is about you. 
what is my responsibility toward you as my wife? What is your responsibility toward me as your husband? And what I found is people are started out on the journey beginning to do those things. Mm -hmm. But when they don't see an immediate change, Mm -hmm. now there's a problem. Yeah. You know, it it doesn't matter how long it takes. He just said, do it. Come on. And we do it as unto the Lord. Our obedience is unto the Lord. And it's a continual thing that we do. We continue to obey until he tell us to do something different. And so the obedience unto the Lord has to happen over and over and over again, even if you don't see any change. Even if you don't. Now, that's the hard place. That's that that's that how to that's that's addressing that how to really work through the hard places, because it's really hard when you feel like you're doing things, you're doing the right things, you are um catering to your spouse or you're trying to walk in love and you're not seeing the change that you want to see that consistent obedience is what's going to get you to the change that you want you got to be consistently obedient not just Mm -hmm. obedient when they when they respond to it you know what I mean I did what uh she told me to do I did what I tried it I tried to do do what yeah what he asked me to do you know but but they didn't change so so what keep doing what if they never change so what if they never change? So you're going to tell me if they never change, they're not changing can get you to go against the will of God. So what you're saying is your obedience is conditional. And obedience shouldn't be conditional. You should obey because you obey. That's right. Even if nothing ever changed. Mm-hmm. So if God told us to love our wives as Christ loved the church or told our wives to submit and respect their husband, what if they never change? Are you going to stop being obedient to God? Come on now. So now really the person that won't obey or won't change is really becoming God because I'm only obeying God as long as I can see change. Mm. But obedience is obedience out of love toward God. And even if we don't see any results. Even if you don't see any results. But I guarantee you that as you consistently obey and do what God says, I believe that you will see results, but you cannot give up in the middle of, of the obedience. You can't give up just because you're not seeing the change that you want to see. And so, uh, and so we just wanted to, well, I want to redact what you see. Okay, go ahead. I can't guarantee that you're going to see results. No, it's not guaranteed. No, but but what I can guarantee mm -hmm. is you would be changed and that you have peace as God is dealing with them. Because they have free will, so you can't guarantee change because some people just going to be what they choose to be. Right. So but the, I can guarantee you'll be changed. Yeah. And that now what once bothered you won't bother you the same way when you surrender all to the Lord that I'm going to obey you if they don't change. See, most people go into change based on I'm a change, so God will change them. But they may not ever change. But will you change and die in the process because a dead person don't feel nothing? Come on now. Now, I agree with that because you yeah. do have some some spouses who will change over time. But you yes. have some who will hold their position and who will feel like they, you know, they're right and they're going to stand. And it's not pride. guaranteed that and they're going to no change because you, you can't control what it. you know is right. Yes. Do what you know to do that is right. 
uh, regardless of the situation. Yes. And so we want to encourage you, beloved, don't think it's strange concerning these fiery trials in your marriage. We, it's a, it's, it's all about the death process, dying to your flesh, dying to yourself, dying to your old ways, you know, dying to what you want as opposed to what God wants for you. Yep. Uh, realizing that you got some issues that you got to deal with within yourself that God needs to deal with to clean some stuff up out of you in the meantime, while he deals with his, uh, while he deals with your spouse. Yeah. So don't think it's strange. And, and, and you don't want to let the bitterness of marriage cause you go to hell mm, because you gosh. won't obey God in your marriage. And then Satan used that very thing to wow. get an uh, accusation against you in the courts of heaven now, because now. you won't obey God because that person won't change. Once again, what we're challenging you with, it's about your obedience. Take your spouse out of the equation. Will you obey God? And as God changes you, you now don't look and view them the same way. You look at them through the lens of compassion. You look at them through the lens of mercy. You now become an intercessor for your spouse where you praying them through God, change their heart, not for just my marriage sake, but for their sake and how they walk before you. Because I don't want to see them lost. I don't want to see them out of fellowship and out of the will for you. So, Lord, whatever you allow in this situation to do in me, let it change me, God. Because I want to be like Jesus that when he was reviled, he reviled not again. Mm -hmm. That I want to get to a place, God, that this don't move me anymore. See, that's, that's when the you place. did. That's when that's you really when did. You did right there. Yeah, your flesh is is truly yes. dead. That is so powerful. Yeah, to not allow the conflict in your marriage create an accusation Ooh. against you, because that's real. Satan goes around uh, the accuser of the brethren is looking for an accusation to bring before the courts of heaven, mm. and ask yourself a question: Does he have an accusation against me? Mm. Could it be possible that he has an accusation against me by how I've been treating my spouse? My God. By my uh, choosing not to obey when I know what to do, but because of pride's sake or because they're Ooh, not right changing. There. Right there. Uh, you know, I'm not going to do it. Is there an accusation there? So, you know, this thing is very serious. It's and can real. Can you go more into that pride sake? Because some people know what they're supposed to do, but because I ask you or you ask me, I'm just going to be adversarial for adversarial sake mm -hmm. because I'm going to hold a position yeah. because I can because of pride. That's pride. You know, pride, <laughs> there's so many. Listen, we need to do a whole podcast on pride in the marriage because that's one of the number one reasons why people don't submit themselves mm. to the will of God. When you know the will of God, um, that it is it is the will of God for God, for you to remain married and mm. not divorce, and yet you choose. God has given us the power of our free will. Yep, He'll let us choose to do whatever we want to do, but the reality of it is, is our choices are going to have some consequences wow. or some rewards. Wow. So you can choose to divorce your spouse. You can choose not to work through the pain. Mm. You can choose to say, hey, I'm out. Enough is enough. I've been doing, I've been going through this for five years, God eight me years, happy. 10 years. Uh, he's never going to change. She's never going to change. You have the power <laughs> of choice. Yep. You can choose to do whatever you want to do. However, 
there's going to be consequences Whoa. to your choices. Wow. And could it be that God would allow the enemy to bring that accusation before his courtroom? Mm. And that accusation could be true. And mm. if the, uh, there is no repentance to activate the blood of Jesus, wow. then the enemy could possibly have a judgment against you. Against your life. Against and your life. against your bloodline. Against your bloodline. Because there are life. some things that happen in the Bible that carried a consequence that went deep into generational. Yes. And so you got to really look at what we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. It's much deeper because this is what I keep getting in my spirit. If they don't change, it ain't about them. Take them out of the equation. Your obedience to the Lord. What if God using their not wanting to change, their rebellion to get you where he want you to be? Come on. What if they never to change? develop his character in His nature. character in you. Unconditional love, long-suffering, love, joy, patience, all the fruit of the Spirit. What if that's what God is wanting to Out develop Out of the whole marriage. You? Wow. And they never change. See, you, we can't obey God because we expect an outcome that we want. Mm -hmm. It has to be the outcome that God wants. Yes. His fruit, his character, his nature his son being conformed to the image of his son is what he's looking for. That's what he's looking for. He's, he's not concerned about our happiness first. He's concerned about his nature being displayed in and through us. Oh, now you done ruffle some feathers oh, because okay. I hear them saying, <laughs> God wants me to be happy. Okay. God wants me to be happy. He doesn't want you to be happy over his development of his character and nature in you. Yes, he wants you to be happy. Okay. But the priority okay. is, okay. is that he wants you to look like his son. Okay. okay. Even in your marriage. See, you, you shouldn't have opened that can of worms. Because, <laughs> see, I got to come back now. Okay. So you telling me God wants you so happy that God himself told Hosea, to marry a harlot named Goma mm -hmm. because he wanted to use his life and example as what the children of Israel were doing toward him. So he said, I need this obedience for you. Wow. So this marriage ain't going to be productive for you. It's going to be productive for me, says God. You are experience a lot of pain. A lot of pain because yeah. your wife going to be a harlot and she's going to be selling herself into slavery with other men sleeping with them. Your wife. Your wife. And and God allowed it <laughs> to prove a point to a whole nation. But that man of God, that prophet of God, had to be a dead man walking. To obey what God in said. In order to obey and endure that for the plan of God. So, so I mean. Case in point. So, I'm just you telling <laughs> you, God wants his will done. He wants your will done to come forth from your life. Because I can't control whether she's going to obey God or not. Mm, she versa. can't control whether I'm going to obey God or not. Mm -hmm. But I am going to obey God because I'm going to obey God. I'm not going to obey God to see if she's going to change. See, when God was dealing with me about not going back at her and doing different things like that, I didn't have, okay, I'm going to do this, God, and, but I got to see her do something. No, I obeyed because he said to obey. And out of that... My change, so what I would see in her wasn't affecting me anymore. Come on. Because that wasn't my focus anymore. Yes. My focus was on what God told me to do. And he was changing. And I found peace in that. In that and process. I was changed. So the peace came out of my obedience. 
And so now I was now hidden in the secret place of the most high. I was now uh, abiding under the shadow of the almighty. And now I was able to say of the Lord, look at this. He's my refuge, my fortress, my God in him I trust. So now when them same situations were coming at me, they wouldn't hit me. They was hidden at fortified place of where I was hidden in God that kept me in a place of peace. Come on. Glory to God. That's how it works. So that is what I'm trying to get you to see. Don't make the focus about your spouse. Make the focus about your obedience. You're changing. You're changing. Come on. That'll preach. Yes. So we want to encourage you all. Beloved, don't think it's strange. Fight through the pain. Fight through, uh, you know, not seeing the change that you want to see. But yeah. see the change that's within you. Mm. That God wants you to encounter in order for you to deal with your spouse according to how he wants you to deal with them. And there's a peace that passes all understanding that will guard your heart and your mind. God will begin to be your rear guard. God would begin to fight for you in a place that your fleshly fight wouldn't be able to do. Because now that's when the Bible says, who is he that will harm you if you become followers of that which is good? When you submit yourself to the processes of God to obey what he said, now God can be your defender. But long as you keep vacillating back and forth between flesh and spirit, flesh and spirit, God can't continue to fight for us Mm -hmm. because we continue to defend ourselves. Mm -hmm. But we want to encourage you. Stay in the fight. Put yourself on that cross. Die to yourself. Obey God regardless of what your spouse do or what they don't do. You make up your mind. I'm in it for the long haul. I'm going to be committed to God's will for my life. Amen. 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 Well, we pray that this has blessed you, encouraged you, giving you the strength to fight on uh, for your marriage. Team Wade signing out. We'll see you next time. God bless you.